Algar Productions. Algar Productions. Sarcastic Voyage presents the story of Contentment Corner. Alright, I'm gonna be honest with you, there's no easy way to sum up everything you need for this episode in a quick and efficient manner. For you see, gentle listeners, what you're about to hear is the final episode of Contentment Corner. Maybe just for this season, maybe for good, but definitely for now. Consequently, what you need to know for this episode is literally everything that's happened in all 44 previous episodes. The previously on segment for this next 20 minutes is essentially the preceding 16 hours. We now join Zizix Jones, having successfully absconded with the now infamous Doomsday device atop the tower outside radio station SVFM. Finally, Ottawa St. Corby is locked in a vault beneath the town, and I'm about to succeed where both Giselle Giroux and Gart Champson, whoever the hell that is, failed! The Doomsday device is securely in place, and it's been activated, and now... What? exactly is supposed to happen now. <laughs> I've had this bloody thing activated for over an hour and everything seems fine. <sighs> I suppose I never did actually learn what this thing was meant to do, come to think of it. I suppose I might as well climb down now. Bollocks! I still can't believe Zizix just ran off with that doomsday device and trapped us all in here. And I still can't believe that you still can't believe that. Alright, good. That's a lot better news than I was expecting. Good work, Hawk. Send her out. Okay, so Jones did manage to get that thing up on the radio tower and activate it. Oh no! Did she destroy the town? Case, you did just hear the sheriff say that she got good news, didn't you? Yeah, but I assumed it was a lie. When you're a career liar like I am, you never assume anyone else is telling the truth. What a sad life you must have led, Cutchington. I'm on my second pass, if you can believe it. Yeah, I was there for that. And I'm still not sure I do. Any hoodle. She activated the thing, and as far as anyone can tell, nothing happened. Everyone's fine apart from Fawcett over at the radio station, who's complaining about the noise. But that guy's always yelling about something, so whatever. That is good news! Yeah. Also, Deputy Hawk's on his way down here to let us out. Then we'll head on over to confirm that everything is indeed okay. You had any luck with that book? Which book was that again? The Compendium Contentmentium. It's this whole compiled volume of secret information about the town. Oh, right. I was here when the sheriff explained that. Then why did you even ask? This is my life, Sheriff. There's a lot of useful stuff in here, actually. Oh, yeah? There's even an entry on you here, Case. Uh Uh-oh. It says that you briefly claimed to be in possession of a holy relic called the thigh bone of St. Corby. (laughs) Oh, that. Except there was no St. Corby. There never was. My great-grandmother took her name from some terrible pulp novel. I told you this. Well, sure, you told me that, but I assumed... It was a lie. Right. Anyway, your pathetic attempts at historical forgery notwithstanding, I found something about my curse, too. I'm glad. Both for your sake, and so this whole trip wasn't a complete wash. It says here that I can challenge the witch who put the curse on me in the first place if I bring something called the Stave of Remonstrance, which I think is that stick over there. Oh, this thing? Yeah, we thought it was an old broom handle. You want it? It's yours. Great. 
So as soon as your deputy gets that door open, I can be on my way. So, uh, you gonna go with her, or, uh... Crap. Ottawa, wait up! Remember, girls, you're not in any hurry. I don't just want you to be in this place. I want you to be in this place. Form a connection to it. There is no you. There is only Akasha, the living ether. Don't look at me, girls. I don't know what she's talking about. (laughs) Felicity, shush. Hey... Is that Tanda St. Corby, with Case Cutchington running behind her for some reason? Candida, Felicity, Erasure, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were running a meeting right now. It's okay. The Charming Glasses know all about patience. You can wait a minute while we talk to Miss St. Corby, can't you girls? Yes, yes Miss Prim! What can we do for you, Tanda? Actually, it's Ottawa. All three of us are trapped in the same body. Got it. Oh, good. That'll save me some time. Ottawa, I got here as quickly as I could. Case, you really didn't need to do that. I told you. I want to help you. You did tell me that, yes. Wait a second. Case? Didn't I see you when I was in hell? Oh, I'm, I'm a... He's a clone. Right. Nailed it. Annie Hoodle. Why does everybody keep saying that? Never mind. Okay, so listen. I've talked to you guys before about this curse that was put on me, and that's me, Ottawa, back in 1976. Of course we remember that. We tried everything we could think of to break that curse. You poor thing. But now I think I might be able to do something about it. I have this, which is the... (laughs) The stave of remonstrance. Boy, you love showing off, don't you? Oh, get thee behind me, bitch. Whoa, you two aren't gonna fight or something, are you? She's just still mad about the time I banished her to hell. You went to hell? We just talked about this. Oh, Right. Sorry. (laughs) There's a lot going on right now. So, from what I understand, I can use this to challenge the witch who did this to me and maybe break the curse. So all I need to do is find Cathorn Zirconia, and that's where I was hoping you three could help. Well, we can, but... This is awkward. She kind of lost her mind a few years ago. You mean even more than when she cursed three generations of my family because she thought I stole some scented oil from her? I I thought they were leaves. Case, honey. Shh. The women are talking. Yes, I'm afraid even more than that. That's actually her over there in that field. What, behind that horse? Nope, that's her. She turned herself into a horse and then, because she'd wasted her brain away smoking comfrey leaves all these years. Is that what she wanted with those leaves? I thought it was for tea. Ha! I knew it was leaves. Case. Sorry. We're pretty sure she doesn't know how to turn herself back now. We'd ask her, but... But she's a horse. Right. So you can see the problem. Actually, though, Candida, is there any reason an Omnia Anomalia Vitere Restrum spell wouldn't work here? Oh, so you just assume I wouldn't know that and you go right to Candida? That's right. Probably smart. I suppose, in theory, I don't see why it wouldn't work. Do you think you can pull it off? I'd love to try. Wow, listen to the passion in her voice. Is that what that was? Do you realize that with the money we save from this development, we could probably just go ahead and buy the rest of this crummy town? So, you're the one who stole my company. I'm through walking around this horrid shell of flesh. Now I'm going to haunt you to Guy Fox Day, you smarmy twit. I'll call you back. Cousin Sizzix. Now I'm going to... Wait, cousin? That's right. I'm Clegg's daughter, Hibiscus. I believe you died before I was born, so we've never been properly introduced. Oh, yes, I see it now, especially around the eyes. You really have a... 
Don't you try to get round me like that. I don't care if you're family. I'm going to... Yes, yes, you already said haunt me to Guy Fawkes Day. Before you go through with that, though, I want to show you something. I suppose I could offer you one final request before I... Just humor me for a minute. Only if it's humor with a U. Sure, fine. Now, look at my computer there. All right, what am I looking at? Is it one of those cute kitten videos that everyone's on about these days? Because unless the kitten drowns at the end, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to... Look closely. What do you see? I see a computer. It's on and hang about. You're almost there. It's not plugged in. Now you've got it. So what does that prove? Some computers run on batteries. I died in the 80s and even I know that. Some computers do, but this one doesn't. Now look at my desk fan, that lamp, and the wall clock. Are you going somewhere with this? We're going somewhere with this, cousin. About an hour ago, a giant pulse of energy shot out from on top of the radio tower. That energy powered on every electrical device, whether it was plugged into the wall or not. My doomsday device did this? Your doomsday device? The plans for which were still on my desk, incidentally, was nothing of the kind. It was an improvement of Nikola Tesla's Wardenclyffe Tower design for wireless transmission of electrical power, and apparently a perpetual motion machine. Good heavens. Jerome cooked up all that. As far as I can tell, you did. You selflessly climbed up on the radio tower and, acting as a generous representative of Sizzix Cosmetics, a division of Corpco International, gifted the entire town of Contentment Corner with clean, wireless electricity that will last forever. I think I missed a step here someplace. I thought you were gutting the business and stripping my name off of everything. Why would we want to do that? Thanks to that stunt, your brand is worth billions, possibly trillions. Zizix, my darling cousin... I've been keeping this CEO's seat warm for you. Well, actually, since I threw off my skin suit, I can't sit down as such. It was just a metaphor anyway, you doffed old bird. (laughs) Now then, Corco International still very much owns and controls Zizix Cosmetics, but now you're its de facto head again. Uh... That means you do exactly what we say, and you get to act like you're in charge. It's a win-win. I won. Hooray. All right, everyone. I'm going to need to really concentrate for this to work. You girls can all stay and watch Miss Stella Cruz do this extremely rare spell, but you have to be quiet, okay? Yes, ma'am. Wait, so what's she doing? She just told you this, Case. You know, if you're having trouble following along, I think you can just go home. We'll probably be fine without you. To be completely honest, I'm not even sure where I live. Also, I should be by your side. Right. That. Okay, well, Erasure is a casting a spell that will affect any humans who have been turned into animals in Contentment Corner. Will it affect me? No, Case, you're human. Right. Quiet, please. I'm ready to begin. Ah, why'd she just crack her neck? Does she think that makes her look tough or something? Case, shush. Sorry. Night Rider, misfits of science and manimal, return to human those who are animals. Sorry, nothing else rhymes with animal. <laughs> Remove the magics from thy aura, specifically fauna though, and not flora. Oh, oh, hey. I'm not a large flightless bird anymore. Look at that. 
I guess I must have learned whatever lesson it is I was meant to learn when I got turned into a large flightless bird in the first place. I wonder what lesson that actually was. Where are you off to now, tramp? Going to go tramp it up someplace with your stupid tramp flamingo? Ravina, I've tried my best to make peace with you. I've even tried just walking away, and now you're just following me around and calling me names? I swore revenge on you, and I'm between men right now, so what in God's name is that? At long last, I am free. Domingo? The very same. But you're human, and extremely handsome. I saw him first. Yes, beautiful gondola. I am indeed human. I can't speak to my handsomeness, of course, as that's a subjective and often arbitrary measurement of factors that are extremely hard to quantify. The chiseled jawline is pretty objectively handsome. And those pecs. But how? When I was a young man, I used to stare longingly at the flamingos in my family menagerie. Wealthy, too, eh? I found myself wondering what their lives might be like. Graceful, majestic, uncomplicated. It wasn't anything serious, you understand. Just the idle wonderings of a foolish young man. But apparently the falling star that crashed into our family's wishing well during an eclipse thought it was a serious wish, so then... Poof. I was a flamingo. Jed Cortland, who was a friend of our family, took me in without even realizing that I'd been transformed, despite my best efforts to tell him. He treated me well enough, but then, after he died, you came along. And I knew that somehow, some way, I needed to return to my human form, so that I might one day tell you just how much I love you. What? Her? But I'm the freaky one here. She wears glasses, for God's sake. So that's why you've stayed so close to me, and why you've been so protective of me. I... I think I love you, too. No, I don't think it. I know I do. I love you, Domingo. And I you, my darling. And now I'm going to do three things that I believe you've always wanted but have never been able to do. First, I'm going to kiss you. Oh. Oh, my. Obviously you have some kind of magical hangover. Once you return to your senses, I'm sure you'll... Second, I'm going to do this. Ravina. You're an extremely toxic person who destroys everything she touches and Gondola doesn't want you in her life anymore. But we're sisters. You can't... No, he's actually right. Go to hell, Ravina. And finally, I'm going to carry you off into the sunset and take you to my family's palatial estate where we'll live happily ever after. Oh, Domingo... Oh, I'd have just ended up murdering him anyway. Oh, oh, look at that! I'm human again. 
which I suppose means I'll have to find a toilet at some point, since openly pooping in the field is frowned upon. Wait, you wanted to be a horse? No! But I definitely didn't want to be human! Humans are the worst! You can't really believe that. What? Who's talking now? I've had a set of blinders on my head for the past decade. All of a sudden, peripheral vision is freaking me out! Oh, it's you. Didn't I put a curse on you? You did, but I brought this. So, what is that, a stick? It's the stave of remonstrance. I don't know what that is. In magical terms. Oh, did you just spell magical with a K? Gross. It gives her the right to challenge your curse. That's right. I've been suffering endlessly for the past 42 years. Not just me, but my daughter and her daughter. We've been through so much, and we just... We just want our lives back. No! No! But she has the stave. You have to honor her. Oh, relax. I was just messing with you. Honestly, I never meant for that curse to stay with you for so long. Fifteen years. Maybe. Twenty tops. Tell you what. You bring all three St. Corby women to me here and now, and I'll lift the curse. All right. Actually, we are all here now. The latest iteration of your curse put all three of our minds into the body of young Tanda here. All right, but where are the other two bodies? Oh, no. Wait, what? I can't return you all to your bodies if I don't have the bodies to return you to. That one's not on me. Ottawa and Vatican both went into comas when this happened. What, again? Case, please. Sorry. And then, when the hospital burned down a few years ago, the bodies were lost. I don't know why it never occurred to me that this might hurt our chances of being set free. Or maybe I just assumed after all this time that we never would be set free. Look, I I said I was sorry, alright? Actually, you didn't. You just said you forgot. Well, I'm sorry. There. But the thing is, I can't make new bodies for you. Nobody could do that. I mean, I'm a clone. Literally living in a new body. Nobody could do that. Wait, so does this mean... I have to choose? I'm afraid so! Erasure? She's right. You can either continue living the way you're living now, or you can basically send two of you off to the afterlife and leave the last one in the body by herself. And by afterlife, you mean heaven, right? (laughs) I'm Ottawa fucking St. Corby. If I don't get into heaven, there is no heaven. Wait, Ottawa? You'd sacrifice yourself? Did you not just hear me? The choice here is clear. This is Tanda's body. She still has her entire life ahead of her. Ottawa and Vatican both would gladly move on if it meant that she could have a happy and normal life. But what about us? Oh, come on! Even I know you had no future with this woman, and I've been a horse for... Let's see. Eight years now! It's all right, Case. I know you tried to be good, but it really doesn't suit you. Maybe you should just go back to what you're good at. I mean, honestly, I never really stopped. I took this $20 out of your purse. (sighs) Oh, Case. Take care of yourself, you big stupid liar. You too, Ottawa. And Vatican. If you try to ruffle my hair, I swear I'll get them to turn you into a horse before I go. It's really not so bad. All right. Well, I suppose there will never be a good time to do this. So let's just get it over with. Razor, Candida... Felicity, girls, thank you for all your help. You make sure Tanda's taken care of, all right? I I can help, too. Nah, I think she'll be good with just them. Thanks. 
Right. Okay, what should I... The thing is done! Honestly, that was all taking far too long. And I wasn't kidding about having to take a dump. My horse breakfast is not agreeing with my human stomach. Yeah, you might also want to consider finding some clothes while you're at it. No, I'm good! Farewell! Yeah, I, I guess there's no real reason for me to hang around either. So long. I'm off to seek my fortune. Or someone else's. Tanda? Are you okay? I am, thanks. I'm a little sad, obviously, but I think everything's going to be alright, actually. You sure? Because we really will look out for you if- I'll be alright. I think I just need a few minutes by myself and to think things over. Of course. But you call us if you need anything. I will. Thank you all. Bye, Bye, Tanda! Goodbye. Thank you again. I see you there, Zizix. You might as well just come out now. I always forget that you can't really hide behind things when you can just pass right through them. You're not going to try to destroy me now, are you? I'm not, actually. I only ever wanted to destroy Ottawa. And while I didn't actually get to be the one who did it, I saw what happened just now. She's gone. And as you children are fond of saying, I have no beef with you. Nobody actually says that. Honestly, I'm not entirely sure what I should be doing now. Ottawa's gone. I've ostensibly got my company back. Well, that's good. You'd think, but I don't actually have it back at all. And even though it's my name on that giant, beautiful neon sign on the building, I still very much want to crush that soulless bint who actually is in charge of it all, cousin or not. I mean, I feel like you're probably not happy unless you're trying to crush someone, right? You're not wrong. Say, this might sound like a crazy suggestion. Crazy for you? Because that'd have to be pretty nuts. Just let me finish, won't you? How would you feel about helping me destroy Hibiscus Jorgensen? Well, that wasn't really my grandmother's style, or my mother's, and I do want to honor their memories. Yeah, I knew you'd probably say something like that. On the other hand, she did steal our company. Also, one thing I learned sharing my body with Ottawa and Vatican is that I'm not Ottawa or Vatican. I'm Tanda, and I'm kind of a bad girl. Oh. Yeah, so you know what? I'm in. You are? Yeah, let's bring that bitch down. Episode 45 of Contentment Corner featured Mark Bosco as Case Cutchington, Christy Brandon as Felicity Brinstone and Catherine Zirconia, Terry Drozdak as Gondola Vanderborg and Candida Prim, Brian Lynch as the guy who's happy he's not going to have to say the word Zizix for a while, Kara O'Connor as... Hmm, Zizix Jones, got it, and Erasure Adela Cruz. Nicole Santora as Miss St. Corby. Amanda Smith as Sheriff Cinder and Ravina Donovan Sorrentino Takahashi Von Schmidt. Sabrina Snyder as Hibiscus Jorgensen. Jason Wallace as Domingo. And Ron Algarwatt as Doug. It was written by Ron Algarwatt and produced by Algar Productions. Copyright 2018. Right. Any hoodle.